Mm-hmm. Just for this. Yeah, I'm going to use it in the cocktail, too. I didn't know you had Buffalo Trace. Yeah, I got it for my birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm getting old, man. You are old. I'm going to share this, too. Beers and Beards just went live. We are live. Live as a mug. Uh-huh. I hate the new sure. uh, Facebook, whatever it like. Only will let me. I can't tell if I shared this or not. I did. All right. Shout out to uh, John Luceni last week. I did not realize that he was in the live chat. So uh, Angie's uncle. Oh yeah, he was had some good, uh, good, good fun comments. We are talking. It's uh, we're going to talk top five pies. Oh wait, a while. I need, uh, oh, let's do that. Bourbon notes. Yeah, welcome. We'll flip to the uh, pies in a minute. <laughs> yeah, Should we're we? going to talk that eventually. Uh, before we forget, Veercast Digital Media is the sponsor. I feel like I've read so many sponsors this weekend. I know. Um, we'll get I'm sponsored out. Um, sponsored out. But uh, Veercast is awesome. Go win you a PS5 uh, just for liking their Facebook page. Well, there's a couple other rules. There's a couple other ways to enter. Um, but yeah. So the giveaway, they're going to give away uh, PS5 on 12-2. I thought it was 12-1. This is 12-2. Uh, Click the link. It's in the description of this. We've also shared it. Entries end on 12-1. The drawing will be held live uh, on their Facebook page on 12-2. They're using a uh, raffle press randomizer. I feel like I'm going to win. I don't know. No purchase necessary. No purchase necessary. Just listen. Veercast Digital Media. We Matt McCarthy, Tim Bryan, the whole crew there, based out of Louisville, specializing in live video production, drone photography, videography, podcasting, web design, and photography. Yes. Like for real. And more. And what MMA event. MMA events, funerals, uh football games. Yeah. Some wrestling tournaments. I'm positive that they would uh, show up and do anything that you want them to do. (laughs) And Matt loves bourbon. Yeah. So uh, we got to go, we got to get down and drink some of his bourbon at some so point. I told him uh, this, um, this damn pandemic. I told him that, you know, we need to get in the studio. I I would do it all day. Me and you take Abby, do close enough there. Just do and do like six episodes of our show. So we can take a couple of weeks off, go on vacation with all this money we've been making yeah, from our sponsors. I see people joining us. If you want to take the time, give us a share. Hell, give us a like, comment, like. We comment. had a lot of fun. Tell us your. We're going to eventually be talking uh, top five pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I've got a good one. It has to do with Thanksgiving and my wife. <laughs> I got some Buffalo <laughs> Trace. To start this off. Yeah. I'm not drinking a new bourbon tonight on the podcast, which it comes out tomorrow. Now, are you yeah. listening to the podcast? Are you listening to this in the background? Because I can hear myself. No, oh, sh- I might be. <laughs> Shit. All right. That's is that better? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Abby did that the last when we did this for uh, close enough. She 
she was over right across the table from me listening. Yeah. I, uh, you're drinking, uh, are you just drinking Buffalo Trace right now? Just Buffalo Trace right now. Right. I'm doing a cocktail tonight. It'd be the second cocktail I've done on the podcast, but, uh, I've already done it once. I've already, I've already had this cocktail. I had it on Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Funny. I, uh, on this, uh, show, and so I went and bought, I was trying to get the, uh, uh, Bourbon County brand stout came out on Friday, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get the uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon version. I was like five minutes too late at the party source. Oh, for real? I, yeah, I did end up getting, uh, it's called Special Number 4. It's the coffee variant. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so we'll we'll maybe talk about that in, in the future. But walking down the aisles of party source has spent a ton of money <laughs> but uh one thing i've been i've been wanting to pick up for for a couple of weeks and i almost picked up a, a whole bottle of it but luckily they had a sampler bottle so, so i'm gonna try it here tonight but uh i've got blind squirrel peanut butter whiskey mm. this way. so i i don't know if this is like the number one brand of peanut butter whiskey but uh it was the one brand that was in front of me so uh i'm gonna check it. i'm gonna try it out i i did not buy the entire bottle, as I mentioned, I just got this little airplane bottle, which is kind of hard to open with my uh, eight-year-old strength. Bro, <laughs> we're talking about strength. So <laughs> Friday night, I'm walking into the house. Get out of the car. I'm walking into the house. I don't, I don't get a step out of the car, dude. My back locks up. This is probably the second time in a month that I've had back issues. So... Like I bring a McDonald's home, right? That's and I, I took Charlie with me. She was bringing the food in. I had the drinks, and that the next probably six hours was miserable. Like I laid in the floor. Just is that good? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, laid in the floor is awful. So Abby is nurse, and at, the whole time we've got Christmas decorations going up. Abby drags the tree up Saturday morning. I'm on the couch, <laughs> just just all in despair. Yeah, all kinds of- but I tell you what, when something like that happens, you question every decision you've ever made in your life. Like how? First of all, how did I get so fat? That was one of the biggest ones that kept coming across my mind. Uh, what what have I done to deserve this? Will I ever walk again? Yeah. I've never had like any. That's because you're I'm not, twelve. I'm not that old. But what I did do, uh, like probably a year ago at this point, I was crack my neck, like which I know is bad for you, and people get paralyzed doing stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I cracked my neck one time, and I don't know if I must have pulled something in in my neck, but I could not have my head straight up for like a week. Like I had to have my head to the side for a week because it hurt so bad. <laughs> but that's the, probably the closest closest thing to that i've done but uh i've had a stiff yeah. neck since 1995 i feel like okay me well you played football so i don't know that it was ever football related so you I'm and todd a chiropractor. Neal. yeah me and todd <laughs> neal and he's had like neck surgeries and stuff but i feel like uh, I'll, like i rotate my whole body when that's time to when i have to look at somebody yeah but i'm drinking this peanut butter whiskey and i will say good uh, blind blind squirrel it says gather friends and be nutty uh, I guess uh, we, we're gathering friends here tonight on on bourbon notes. But yeah, so it's it's definitely sweet. I can tell there's like sugar added to it, um, but it still had like it ha- and it definitely has like a good strong peanut butter like nose. 
It almost has like a like a powdered peanut butter. Like you know how that tastes like that PB2? Like a, yeah, like a powdered peanut butter PB2 on like the nose, but it's definitely very peanut buttery. Not really like whiskey or bourbon. And this is obviously a whiskey, but mm-hmm. not really whiskey or bourbon on the nose very much. You get more of like the the powder peanut butter. This is uh, 70 proof, by the way. Uh, 35% alcohol. Right my alley. Yes, it's it's definitely lighter. Um, but yeah, it and drinking it, it, it's sweet, but not overly sweet. There's my mom. So I'm telling my mom today about my ailments and aches and pains. And then, of course, she asked if we're still going to do this tonight. So I'm hopped up on ibuprofen and lidocaine right now. And, and in a minute, you're going to be hopped up on – well, you're working on hop, being hopped up on bourbon. Yeah, but – That's the best medicine, that and laughter. You know, it came uh, – it made it through the prohibition as medicine. So Yeah, that, that's that's why we have bourbon today. That's right. I did want to give a shout out before we talk uh, top five pies. Uh, today mm-hmm. is Small Brewery Sunday. I went to, uh, I supported, I think, on, on Wednesday. Uh, my wife got some great beer, uh, Crowler from Fibonacci, who uh, unfortunately recently had to close their tap room, but get out and support, especially the breweries like that, that are really cool and, and um, that you like if you want them to still be around uh, when this whole thing is over. That goes um, with everything, not just breweries. Like, yeah, there's some shit happening right now. Where yeah. some of these businesses, <laughs> if you don't support them, yeah, they're not so, going to be there. I went to. Uh, I was in Pittsburgh this weekend. <laughs> uh, puppies are a good medicine too. Yeah my my mom just got a puppy, and I went and got to play with the puppy today. It's, she's a German Shepherd, like purebred German Shepherd puppy. Oh man, the, I want to maybe put a picture on our uh, on our social media. Hi, She's Emily, the, the best dog. Yes, um, but yeah, the uh, what I was so I went to a brewery in Pittsburgh yesterday. It was awesome. It was like wide. They had like the plenty of social distancing. They had a big garage door they had open. It was like fifty degrees, perfect. And then I was in Columbus today, which we'll probably talk a little bit about. Uh, and I went to a couple different places and actually was able to sit outside because it's like 50 degrees in November and people I told you shorts. people yeah. were in shorts. Like it's like people are, it's like the cabanas. I mean, I'm wearing shorts right of, now. So. I, have to, I don't think I've ever seen you wear pants. Like how cold would it have to be for you to wear pants? I mean, I don't, my legs don't get cold. I like showing off my tattoos. Yeah. It's just a perfect storm. I don't need, I don't know. Like obviously I wear pants to work and, but then you you had you have the zip offs, yeah. Where you just, <laughs> just whip them off you <laughs> under <know>. your desk. <laughs> what about so, uh, I don't know. What about Kentucky losing today? That was bad. Oh man, I'm not a so, huge Kentucky basketball fan. Uh, so uh, Morehead might be the best team in Kentucky. I, mean, I don't know. Kentucky beat Morehead on Friday, so oh, our, yeah, that was the Battle of Kentucky. That was the, so the, yeah, the governor. That was the governor's <laughs> cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so what a staple of Thanksgiving. Yes, or right? pie. Really, any dessert menu is pies. Last week, yeah. we talked about top five gas station foods. Thanksgiving, we hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, and we hope you had some pies. So I've got a great pie story, but David, I'm going to let you break down your top five pie list. 
All right. So I put a lot of thought into this mm-hmm. and I'll get on the mic here a little bit better. But uh, yeah, so I think everyone already knows my number one. So, but I'm going to start at number five. Number five is Apple, Apple pie. I know Apple pie gets a lot of, a lot of flack, but I feel like that's great American tradition, right? Yes. Uh, I'm not a huge like fruit pie person, although I think technically three of my five are fruit, but this is like the one that's like very fruit forward. Um, but yeah, apple pie, American classic. A la mode or definitely a la mode with like, not just like the regular vanilla ice cream, but like a vanilla bean ice cream with some, some good apple pie and, and warm up the apple pie a little bit. Nuke it in the microwave for about 10 seconds mm-hmm. and then put the ice cream on there so that it's melting. That's number five. Okay. Number four is pot pie. <laughs> All right. Chicken pot pie. Just any any kind of pot pie. I feel like I, mean, I had to have other pot pies. I mean, I guess you could do just like a regular veggie. You could do uh, deer. You could do uh, elk, as Joe Rogan would probably do. Uh, any any kind of pie you want to make. Uh, when it um, comes to pot pie consumption, David. Yeah. What would you say the percentage of it being like freezer queen or whatever is <laughs> frozen? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not like 95%. I mean, I would, yeah. Yeah. You got to really love pot pie to make your own pot pie. And I love that they like, you know, they're like what 38 cents or whatever at, at Aldi or save a lot, but then they yeah. take like an hour and a half in the oven <laughs> and they come in like the, the metal 10. So you, I guess, I guess you could take it out of that, but you can't even like microwave it. Um, like you gotta, you gotta commit if you want that. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, and, and to be honest with you, I, I only recently discovered, uh, banana cream pie. Mm, uh, all right. I'll go with that. Mostly because at, uh, my brother-in-law, Joe and his new wife, MZ, they had a, they had pies for, like they didn't have, um, cake, cake. They had pie and they had one of the, the, one of the pies they had was banana cream, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big like I eat bananas almost every day too. So you would number two is key lime. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like lime anything. Um, I feel like lime is is definitely my go to for anything. And number one, I feel like there's no drama with this one. Is pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Gross. Which would go good with this peanut butter whiskey, by the way. No, it wouldn't. Blind squirrel. Like you probably wouldn't like this because it, you know, the the bourbons. It always says it's like sweet. This really is. I mean, I'm sure this has sugar added, right? But um, I don't. I feel like you probably wouldn't like it because it is pretty sweet. But it's like kind of hitting the spot tonight. Yeah. All right. That's Gary's top five pies. Number five, lemon meringue. And I'm talking about that good, thick, kind of burnt yeah. on the top meringue. Like a lemon pie is, you know. That was, yeah. That was in my honorable mention. Number four. And this is a, the basic in me. Chocolate pie, graham cracker crust. Could go with that. I mean, that's it's legit. Like that... You'll never turn away a chocolate pie. Like a chocolate, like pudding pie? Yeah. Or, yeah, okay. You know, 
And there's nice chilled. There's a whole variation of like silk pies and mud pies and yeah, all that know, crazy derby shit. pies. It's the chocolate and all the craziness added, but that's that's what I got going on. Number three, pecan pie. No, a pecan pie is one of those that I feel like you pull out on any occasion, and it's going to get eaten. No. Funny story. Three bites of it are going to get eaten, and then everyone's going to be like, that's too much. It's too sweet. Oh, you're not, the, you are not going to like my number one. <laughs> um, so we Thanksgiving's all jacked up. We didn't go anywhere. We ordered in. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to the Grill Father of Mount Sterling. Small business. Dude, they hooked us up. There, you, See, Matt was waiting for pecan. Yeah. So that's, uh, you that's can keep I'm waiting. Afraid. No, that's keep <laughs> waiting on your end. So I, I've all, you know, I think I've talked about this. We, I don't know why I keep getting this reminder. About pick the up H- your pecan pie. No, about the HP holiday sale. Who cares? No, anyway, we travel so much for Thanksgiving my whole life, but we never got leftovers. I, so I ordered extra from the grill father. And let me tell you, they went above and beyond my expectations. First of all, I got a bourbon glazed ham, smoked. Yeah, Dude, sounds amazing. It was amazing. Mashed potatoes, green beans, corn, all that. Listen, I could have fed <laughs> the Cincinnati. I was, well, I was wondering if the if the governor was going to come knock on your door, Mm-mm. saying, "Hey, you got you got food for at least twenty seven people." But I always wanted leftovers, so <laughs> I got way too much leftovers. Uh, but with the meal came a a pie, a uh, stupid pumpkin pie. Good, just just Send for shits and giggles. They they gave us. Well, it's we're gonna freeze it because you know <laughs> I'll eat it when I come over. Uh, they gave us a pecan pie. Mwah, amazing. Number three, pecan pie. Number two, the same as David, key lime pie. All right. I feel like, we, yeah, we got a match. It's like uh, match game. There is, but there is a Billy Poe. That's right. The grill father does have that sauce. They, <laughs> they're awesome. I mean, the grill father just down the street from me. Next time uh, I come down, we're doing a live remote from the grill father. It's like a, well, it's like a food truck, right? Well, they have a food truck, but they have a restaurant. But the restaurant's uh, what we're doing, yeah, because COVID, whatever. Well, we're going to stand out, stand outside, and do a remote. Now, not all key lime pies are made the same, and you know this. Like, there's Captain D's all made has, delicious has a key lime pie, which is okay. But now Kroger's got this key lime pie. And I forget how I should have. I forget who makes it, but it is legit. On that, is it the private selection frozen one? No, it's uh, it comes in a white box. I can't shit. I can't remember, but it's amazing. The number one pie in all of the land, and shout out to Abigail Thomas because she hooked it up. Is a transparent pie. What is a transparent pie, David? Glad I don't know. You can't see it. it I've is, never seen one. It's an Appalachian tradition. It came from like the Depression era, where people just mixed up whatever they had. And it, if I was going to describe it to you, it's like a custard. It like you ever had flan from a Mexican restaurant? Yep. It's like I flan like that, in a pie. Yeah. I feel just, like Tyler Childers has a song about this. 
Yeah, it's just sugar. You know, it is sugar and my my aunt, my great aunt made it for the holidays growing up. And then I've never and then you know, she passed away and I hadn't had it in a while. So Abby, since we were doing, you know, uh, bring in Thanksgiving, we weren't cooking. Yeah. Anything. She wanted to make that. So she made transparent pie and listen, she knocked it out of the park. The first, I was a little skeptical. I was going to, I was going to have to like it no matter what, you know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. like what your wife cooks. Uh, and she, it was very sentimental. She, she made it for me. I know. Uh, I saw the Facebook post. She was excited to do it, but she killed it. She made two of them. She put so Harlan I, in his cage to make sure that she had she could uh, not be distracted. No, listen. He's <laughs> we got the Christmas tree up now. It's all he's buck wild. So I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, that that's awesome. I bought because uh, we did Thanksgiving too. I saw your picture uh, at home, and I. Uh, Angie was like, I don't know if I want to do a pie. And I'm like, there's no, no, I don't know if I want to do a pie. How I just bought the stuff. Vegetarian, not want to do a pie. I bought the stuff, went to Pittsburgh, showed up on Thanksgiving, and there was a pie there, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you to get to Pittsburgh from Cincinnati? Five hours? Uh, the outskirts is like four hours. And I need to have a talk with Ryan Middleton because the shows before were in Cannonsburg. Right. So I did not have to go through like the city of Pittsburgh, which I've been in just you about every. Yeah, I've been in just about every big city in the country, big, small, medium. Most of the big cities in the country, Pittsburgh traffic will make you hurt somebody with the tunnels and the bridges and the craziness. Um, yeah, it was not fun, but. Great show. We'll talk. We'll maybe talk briefly about that on the uh, on the podcast this week. Um, it was awesome to uh, be back doing commentary. It was definitely weird and different. Nobody was there. Um, right? Nobody was there. Uh, the the live stream, the pay per view, I heard did pretty well. Um, and I had people actually like like tweeting me and like and sending me like messages on Instagram and stuff. And and it was different. Like. Usually, you know, I feel like the the stream is like an afterthought. Like people will go back and watch it after, and there's not as many people watching it live. But this time, that's the only option people had. So you got, you know, yeah. So I I think I made some fans. I still I uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was on my best behavior. No yelling at referees. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was it was a fun show. Uh, It's awesome to see high level local MMA back and. To see a promoter that, you know, that really cares and, and wants to not only put on good fights, but wants to take his promotion to the next level to be, you know, whether it be a, you know, UFC fight pass or be like a, you know, get some sort of TV deal or something like that. Like you can see him putting money into play into the smart aspects of, of the uh, of the live production, things like that. It's not just fights it's a show even with nobody there it was an awesome show so that's the you see that now more than ever is the people that let's be honest there's no money to be made in local mma right now true nobody's going to be there so you you got to really want this for the athletes um to give them a place because they've got nowhere yeah and i mean it was awesome seeing yeah like a lot of gyms are closed so 
Yeah. Shout out to all the all the athletes. And I I would be remiss if I didn't say, what about Nathan Manis? Little Joseph. <laughs> hey, little Joseph. Yeah. Let me tell you where I let me tell you a story about where I saw sweet little baby boy, sweet little Nathan Manis for the first time. <laughs> I go to judge an MMA fight in Little Sturgis, Kentucky, way out in Western Kentucky. I first met my man David Maldonado out there, cut man extraordinaire. Uh, and we are in a legit dirt floor rodeo pit with a cage in the middle. This is a true story. Yeah. Uh, and Nathan Manis fought that night as an amateur. And I was like, man, he's pretty good. And then it's been great to see him over the years. Uh, you know, I'll never forget his fight with uh, Isaiah Ferguson. Uh, you know, in February he fought, um, against Kellen Van Camp and, you know, it was one of those things where I didn't know if, uh, if he would ever fight again, you know, like, yeah, you, he put that much time into it. You try out for the ultimate fighter, all that shit. And like, he was disheartened. And then he gets the call, bam, he's two and on the UFC gets $50,000 bonus. Don't forget. He was, I think the 2018 bluegrass MMA fighter of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, fighting mostly in, uh, I think in Canada that year, right? Yeah, he fought for TKO, won their title, ended up taking his only loss up in Canada. Um, yeah, two and zero in the UFC. I I equated that because he, you know, how sweet was it? I think for him, the person he fought, like not specifically, like you know, they weren't in the same like immediate sphere of of coming up on the regional scene but similar like so adjacent yeah. how weird is it when two of your friends like two people i would consider friends yeah fight each other on that stage like it was luke weird Henry, like yeah you can go back i've got interviews with luke you know uh dating back to when he fought zach sanders in the xfc like all the way back then you know in nashville uh to where he's at now and of course he's been injured he's you know it's just one of those things where like Luke and Luke gave Manis all he wanted in the first round. Like you, when you see the highlight, it's a, they talk about the, the comeback win for Manis and it doesn't look like it in the, in the end because he just destroys him. Uh, but you know, he got rocked in the, in the first yeah. round. So, so shout yeah, out to I, him. I equate that to, to like when Devontae Smith and Kama Worthy fought in the UFC. And, and I right. think it's weird because like you always hear like the guy, the people say like, Hey, I would love that fight, but it's gotta be at, you know, UFC or for, you know, for a title and, and a lot of money on the line. And, and Hey, it finally happens. Like that's one of those like dream fights. Another thing too, the UFC with the card uh, structure I know this was like I think mostly ESPN plus. Mm-hmm. I caught like the last few fights. The guys fighting on that card were not I mean, how is is Nathan Manis and Luke Sanders like I think the it was the first first fight the, of the night. Th- that compared to like the heavyweights on later on in the night, like yeah. they that was kind of embarrassing that those guys were were in there. Josh Parisian and and uh uh now, uh, Parisian, I think, is uh, from West Virginia. Gotcha. Um, and no offense to some of those just, guys, just but it just wasn't. Yeah, well, yeah, but then like it was interesting. Like I feel like the UFC now with a lot of the guys like you know coming up through like contender series and stuff is a, almost like a 
regional level. Like they have like almost their own like triple A mm-hmm. like feeder system. Like you saw like Bill Al- Algio on there who, you know, came up through like Eastern Pennsylvania. It's like all these fighters that you've seen on the regional stage for so long. And it's, it's like they, they almost have their own little, like uh, uh, like challengers, like like strike force back in the day, like, like where, they're the only game in town, really. Yeah, let's be honest. Like they can take up all the fighters, and and they still have three events left this year. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, watching right. that though, Anthony Smith and and Dev. I did. That's actually I, I fell asleep before that one, but I just do. I did want to say, uh, Manus and and Sanders should have been higher on that that card yeah <laughs> and maybe and Manus after not doing it hayden burrell who yeah who was you know the bantamweight king for a while maybe now that he's two and oh uh Manus will get a little bit higher on the uh on the fight card we'll see he called out a couple guys who i didn't know who they were i was like i don't know those guys <laughs> but i'm so far removed from mma now it's yeah like, who, it's who it is yeah like the guy um spike carlisle was apparently like a big don't know name like yeah and it's yeah watch looking at the especially cool, these spike, cards full like, name yeah the espn like plus cards it's yeah i'm like who's i don't know it's like a it's like a big it's like a, a hodgepodge of, of fighters from like kind of all over the place and i feel like they're just like throwing stuff at the wall and, and seeing what sticks sometimes so i don't know i i still you know even with no fans in attendance you know, the, just seeing how, like, I will say that for, for a local MMA show, the, the, I mean, these fighters had to jump through hoops to be able to fight on this two, four, seven event. And you saw every fighter. Get from, tested? Was that a thing? Yeah. Yep. Every fighter from O and O to the, the main event on, on Saturday night was, was two pros, Ethan Hayes, Ethan Goss, the battle of the Ethans. They all were super prepared, super ready. Did and Ethan it was, win? Yeah, he did. Finally, got his got his big his signature win. Good, good for Ethan. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, hey, Ethan Hayes three zero now. Did you have to get tested? Uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you got the. the I feel like you asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tested for what? No, the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with because uh, I'm doing the Ohio combat league show this weekend so i don't know there's like a curfew in ohio i think they have like 18 fights they move the they start gotta, time back right it's like yeah six they gotta yeah they gotta somehow be done by like 10 p.m um but yeah there you go all right i'm ready for a beer let's all right. uh don't forget link in the description sign up for a chance to win a ps5 courtesy of our good friends at Veercast digital media if you haven't give this page a like this we're just talking about whatever we're going to go record a real podcast and drink. I'm having a cocktail. David's going to have a beer. We're going to talk about what we're thankful for. Uh, talk about how many leftovers we still have left. Yeah. Every razor, I think referred to you as a twink. Thank you. And Matt called you a legend. Maybe they were talking about you. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> so funny story before we go, Matt pulls me into this Is it about twinks. Yeah. It's about Avery razor. Uh, the Twinks was uh, was probably was close to my top five uh, gas station foods. Twinkies. What is, is that? Your dog? Yeah, that's Samson. He missed me. Yeah. If you so, can get him uh, on the screen, Aaron, there he is. Aaron said no testing in Ohio, but so he pulls me into this 
everything group because he needs some votes <laughs> on like some Big Brother game. And that shit's wild, dog. I don't know what I don't. I never know what's I'm going right. on, but like they're playing Big Brother on Facebook. Oh, you got to vote people out. Yeah, and they make videos. Were uh, they on the block? Yeah, that's chopping block. So yeah, podcast drops tomorrow. We uh, probably be back Thursday for another Bourbon Notes. By then, you'll know that I've won the PS5, and I'm going to donate it. You'll be playing it. Yeah, I'm going to live stream some some Call of Duty as we're doing this. (laughs) On Twitch. Never played Call of Duty in my life. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for uh, showing up. I got a cocktail to make. David's got a beer to open up. Um, That's it. All right. Toodaloo.